Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 260, Salvation Within the Sealing of the Set-Apart Ones. The podcast objectives are analyze the progressive nature of truth, analyze the prime objective of the restoration message, revisit my role as an end times watchman, analyze the only way to be saved in these last days, and analyze the role that truth plays in our lives. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. If we fail to succeed the requirements. Now, in the most recent podcast, we analyzed how we, the renewed nation of Israel, have come to be under favor, seeing as we are no longer under the law. It was a very thorough analysis in the largest podcast I have created thus far in this end time series. And although it may seem as if we have transitioned into a doctrinal mode, I assure you we are still dealing with the end times. And yet, even the end times has a doctrine, a truth, a bevy of requirements. Then again, I would ask that you consider how we got here. If you recall, we began this phase with an introduction to the ceiling of these set apart ones. And we revisited our foundational timeline, which reveals the ceiling is the second season in these last days. From there, I made it clear that we would fulfill the seven guidelines upon the ceiling of these set-apart ones, the same way we fulfilled these guidelines on the restoration of the nation of Israel, proving it was indeed an authentic prophetic event. The only difference is that we have initiated our analyses of the ceiling of the set-apart ones by analyzing the people, and the places as opposed to the purpose. In doing so, we made a fundamental yet crucial appraisal concerning those who will obtain the seal of Elohim. As it is indeed a crucial appraisal, I will offer it again as our first interest point in this lesson, and I will again ask you to remember it throughout this series. Those who will obtain 
the seal of Elohim in this current season are those who were fully prepared to do so by fulfilling all the guidelines of the most recent season, i.e. the restoration of the nation. For that reason, the Spirit led us to analyze the restoration message at a finer level than we had in the prior series. It is also for the following reason, which is similar to the first. Consider this. Not everyone who heard the restoration message during the first season in these last days experienced the restoration the Father had appointed for the renewed nation of Israel. As a matter of spiritual fact, the majority who heard the restoration message were not restored, and they will never be restored. The primary reason for this fault is sure. It's because they failed to appreciate both the content and the intent of the restoration message. And like most things spiritual, our understanding of the restoration message takes on a recurring nature. Now look, it's time for our first revelation in this podcast. Our understanding of the restoration begins with a fundamental understanding of the content, which the Spirit confirms as truth by the revelation of the intent. After we fulfill the intent via the execution of the Father's will, as it pertains to the restoration, the Spirit will reveal to us additional measures of content. Hence, the recurring nature. For as we followed this spiritual process and its many evolutions, we came to know the whole truth concerning the restoration message. Here is the cycle. We received the content of the restoration message. This led to revelation and an understanding of the intent of the message. Those who truly believed in and embraced the content transformed their lives to fulfill the intent. This led to more revelation and additional content, as you can see by the image to the right. At the conclusion of seven cycles, we came to know the breadth of the restoration message. And we were spiritually certified to obtain the seal of Elohim in the present season. Now, as I said before, it is not enough to hear the message. We must live our lives in accordance with the message. And if we fail, not only will we be lost, but we will never come to know the message. You may have bits and pieces of it, but bits and pieces won't save you. My dear friends, there is no such thing as a partial salvation. You're either saved or you're not, and these are not. Alas, this is the fate of many who heard part of the restoration message, but failed to act upon what they heard. 
they never received the full message of restoration, for they impeded the spiritual process of restoration by breaking the cycle of truth. Lo, this speaks to a crucial aspect of scriptural theology, namely, the Father will not put on us more than we can bear. Verily, he will not consign spiritual matters to us that we cannot handle, and that includes knowledge. Consider this. All spiritual knowledge and wisdom is partitioned by degrees and levels, similar to the way our education system is segmented into grades. The primary difference is when it comes to spiritual knowledge, the requirement for each level is perfection, i.e., you must execute the intent of the knowledge you have received with spiritual precision, or you won't move forward, you won't progress, you won't experience spiritual increase, you won't grow. Here lies the inflection, namely, when we fail to execute the knowledge the Spirit has revealed to us at the appointed time, we are making it clear to the Father that we can't handle the truth. For that reason, the cycle of truth will be broken, for spiritual knowledge is as progressive as it is true. And if we fail to succeed the requirements of level one, we will never succeed the requirements of level two. The prime objective of the restoration. Now, there are many takeaways from this inflection point, and many of them are founded upon principles we covered in the 100 level courses. These were all designed to provide you with a firm foundation for understanding end times. Lo, the Spirit is leading me to touch on these as we continue our analyses of the people of the Restoration. For as they are the set-apart ones who are being sealed in this current season, they are the only ones who are being saved. First and foremost, we introduce the spiritual model of building blocks in podcast six, in times 104, building blocks of prophecy. I would advise you to go back and review that lesson whenever you can find the time. By definition, the building blocks of prophecy is a spiritual order which reveals the prophetic word is established upon data points that are perfectly structured to where each line and each precept supports the other, providing the only factual accounting of prophecy and of time. Now, the model of building blocks is fundamental to scriptural theology, i.e., these building blocks are the data points within every level and interval of holiness. They are the degrees of knowledge we must obtain and master 
by understanding the content and fulfilling the intent. No doubt, this model is the baseline of all spiritual growth and why the Spirit led me to introduce this concept early in the End Time series. It is for the following reason, which speaks to the great peril encountered when men and women attempt to operate outside of this spiritual model. If at least one of the building blocks of any word of truth is not in order, this fault will not only lead to error, it will lead to compounded error, that is, error upon error, as opposed to line upon line. This reality raises the stakes on being led by the Spirit, for without Him, we cannot distinguish the truth from the lie in all situations. Our world is filled with too many errors and deception. We would wear ourselves out spiritually and physically. Nevertheless, if we are led by the Spirit, we will unlock a super feature of holiness. Enter spiritual discernment. That is, the ability to not only understand the content, but to also determine the optimal manner to fulfill the intent. Now, here's a question. How does this line of thought relate to the people and places of the ceiling of these set apart ones? The answer, it speaks to the downfall of many who were called during the restoration of the nation of Israel, and yet they were not chosen. Alas, these were not engrafted into the renewed nation of Israel, even though they heard the restoration message. And this is something we must pay attention to because many of these individuals are in our assemblies. They are in our midst. Lo, this is a critical matter we must beware of, and thus I will address it more thoroughly in a future podcast. As for the restoration message, I would advise you to think of it this way. The restoration message has seven primary levels of truth. The prime objective then for all who were called in the prior season was to A, receive the content of every level of the restoration message and B, fulfill the intent by demonstrating the content in our lives. All who succeeded this order came to know the whole truth concerning the restoration message, and their lives are a reflection of this truth. In effect, they are a living fulfillment of the restoration message, which was the Father's intent for its institution as the first season in these last days. Death will be on every side. Now, 
while we're on the pathway of memory lane, I would also remind you of my commission, which I detailed in our first podcast in this End Time series. That is our End Times series welcome, which was posted on March 27th, 2023. I would advise you to revisit that particular podcast as time allows, because it set a powerful tone for this phase in our ministry. Explicitly, it reveals why I am conducting this end time series at this time. It is for the following reason. The call to leave Mystery Babel will be made very soon. It will likely occur in this season. And thus, I and many who are in tune with the Spirit have transitioned from our Exodus preparations to our Exodus implementation. In effect, we are implementing our plans to leave Mystery Babel such that we will be ready when the call is made. Like the five wise virgins in Yahushua's parable, we will be ready to move at a moment's notice. Now, this speaks to my commission, which is to serve as a watchman within the renewed nation of Israel, which I covered in the End Times series Welcome. Ezekiel 33, 2-9 reads, When I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land shall take a man from their borders, and shall make him their watchman. And he sees the sword coming upon the land, and shall blow with the chauffeur, and shall warn the people. Then whoever shall hear the voice of the chauffeur, and shall not take warning, if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood is on his own head. But he who takes warning shall deliver his being. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and shall not blow with the chauffeur, and the people shall not be warned, and the sword comes and takes any being from among them, he is taken away in his crookedness, and his blood I require at the watchman's hand. I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. And you shall hear a word from my mouth, and you shall warn them for me. When I say to the wronged, O wronged one, you shall certainly die, and you have not spoken to warn the wronged from his way, that wronged one shall die in his crookedness, and his blood I require at your hand. But when you have warned the wronged to turn from his way, and he has not turned from his way, he shall die in his crookedness, but you have delivered your being. Classically, this passage begins with Yahuwah saying, when I bring the sword upon a land. My dear friends, Yahuwah is not merely bringing a sword upon one land, he is bringing a sword upon all lands. 
he will have loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword upon all the earth. I know I've said it often, but I really want you to get this. Vis-a-vis, -vis, the great distress will claim the lives of 80% of the men, women, and children in our world. Brothers and sisters, that is more than 6 billion people. A fateful lot that will die so quickly, many of their bodies will not even be buried. For there will be no time to bury them. For death will be on every side. Destruction will be on every hand. What they must do to be saved. Now, for that reason, I began this podcast making it very clear that an evil day is on the horizon. Then I made sure that everyone who the Spirit led to this ministry received a high-level understanding of the times and seasons we are living in. I captured these times and seasons in the timeline below, revealing the season that has passed, the season which is present, and the seasons which are to come. Along these lines, we are on the verge of the sifting of the nations. We are on the cusp of the great distress. The times which have been designated to take the lives of more than 6 billion people in our world are just around the corner. In the spirit of the watchman, this is me sounding the alarm. This is me blowing the chauffeur. To this end, and I am saying it again, the only way you will survive the evil that is set to break forth in the upcoming season is by obtaining the seal of Elohim in this season. Now, those of you who have an ear to hear, hear me carefully as I speak on behalf of the spirit of Elohim. It is not enough to know the times and seasons we are living in. Lo, you must also be prepared for the transition between each season. As it pertains to the transition between the sealing of the set of part ones and the sifting of the nations, success is measured by one simple question. Do you possess the seal of Elohim? Here again, this is me sounding the alarm. If the seal of Elohim is not upon you, one of the ensuing seasons will take your life and you will not be saved. It could be the sifting of the nations, the destruction of Mystery Babel, or the day of Yahuwah. It doesn't matter. At some point, death will come to take you, and he will take you unawares. Lo, here lies the inflection. Namely, death is not the fate Elohim has prescribed for his people. 
it is true that it is not his will that any should perish, but he is even more concerned and willing that none who have been called should perish. And yet, many who have been called, many who have heard the restoration message will perish during the time of the great distress. They too will join themselves to the infamous list known as the slain of Yahuwah. Listen to me. This is precisely why the Spirit has led me to spend the leading podcast in this phase, ensuring that this audience understands the content and the intent of the restoration message. Trust me, without this understanding, you will not be prepared to obtain the seal of Elohim. For lo, it has been written, only the doers of the word are righteous before Elohim. Hearing the word will only get you so far, and in the end, it will get you nowhere. And thus, a large part of my commission as a watchman is to ensure that the renewed nation of Israel understands exactly what they must do to be saved in these last and evil days. And the focus of this salvation lies squarely upon our attainment of the seal of Elohim. The truth you are living. Now, the only way to know what you must do to be saved is to first hear the truth. Here lies the inflection, the controversy, and a source of great sorrow within the extended nation. I ask you to consider it carefully and pray. Many who have been called to receive the restoration message have only received it in part. What is worse, others have received a doctored version of the restoration message authored by Satan and disseminated by the false prophets he has employed to kill, steal, and destroy. Here lies the problem. Namely, none of these individuals can be justified by their doing because the word they have received is not the truth. Whether they received one half of the truth or a twisted narrative of deceptions and lies, they cannot fulfill the intent of the restoration message for the simple fact that they do not possess the full breath of the content. My L, alas, the irony. The restoration movement was highlighted by men and women teaching many versions of a single truth. After coming out of a tainted spiritual body, which is highlighted by men and women teaching many versions of a lie. This is why you know Satan was involved, for Elohim is not the author of confusion. He is the author of peace. He doesn't have many versions 
or interpretations of the restoration message. Brothers and sisters, he only has one. 1 Corinthians 14.33 reads, For Elohim is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the assemblies of these set-apart ones. James 3.16, For where jealousy and self-seeking are, there is confusion and every foul deed. Now, these verses testify to the following. The assemblies of the set-apart ones are not highlighted by confusion and disorder. On the rather, they are highlighted by peace and stability. And this, my friends, is the evidence that we have received the true message of the restoration. For in every spiritual test, you can easily tell who is being set apart by simply observing their fruit. Consider this. When tests and trials arise, how do you react? In difficult situations and crises, how do you respond? These questions are crucial because they reveal the truth you are living your life according to. Therefore, when you see men and women consistently responding to situations that do not, A, reflect the spiritual character of Yahushua Messiah, and B, promote peace, then you know you are not dealing with someone who is being set apart. Lo, this is precisely why Shaul refers to us as living epistles. Like James, John, and other spiritual giants, he is placing the greater emphasis on what we do, i.e. our fruit, as opposed to what we say we believe, i.e. our testimony without the proof. 2 Corinthians 3, 2-3 reads, You are our epistle, having been written in our hearts, known and read by all men, making it obvious that you are a letter of Messiah, served by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living Elohim, not on tablets of stone, but on fleshly tablets of the heart. As for the rest, they at best may have a zeal for Elohim and for the restoration message, but it is not according to knowledge. And alas, we have seen this destructive path before. That is, the path where the ignorant become zealots. Romans 10, 1-4 reads, Truly, brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to Elohim, for Israel, is for deliverance. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for Elohim, but not according to knowledge. For not knowing the righteousness of Elohim and seeking to establish their own righteousness, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of Elohim. For Messiah is the goal of the Torah unto righteousness 
to everyone who believes. My dear friends, as there is nothing new under the sun, we have witnessed this tragic scene consistently during the restoration and during this present season of sealing. Heretofore, I will continue to speak on the content and the intent of the restoration message as the Spirit leads me to ensure that you are always mindful and that you do not leave anything out as you labor to obtain the seal of Elohim. Do not fear. I am not going to touch on everything. We don't have the time. But I will hit the high points, and then we will move on from the guideline of the people and the places and continue in our overarching quest to check all the boxes concerning this present season, the ceiling of these set apart ones. Now here is the final word. The one who rises to do must first sit and embrace what he or she must know. It is written that the race is not given to the swift, and this line is a call to submit ourselves to the urgency that has been established by the spirit of Elohim in every matter. Lo, this is especially the case as it pertains to our reception of the knowledge the spirit wishes to impart unto us. My dear friends, you do not want to get ahead of the spirit and run with a message you have barely begun to receive. For what do you really know? Alas, many fell into this danger zone in the season which has passed. And yet Elohim, as a show of mercy and grace, is giving us another opportunity to get it right. Even now, in this season of sealing, he has opened the door for each of us to address any miscalculations we made during the restoration, to embrace the fullness of this message if we have not embraced it all. If you don't, that's entirely up to you. But be advised, you will give an account for the truth you will have spurned. For Elohim has made me a watchman within the renewed nation of Israel, and you have all been warned. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 260, Salvation Within the Ceiling of These Set Apart Ones. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 261, The Law We Are to Keep, Part 1. I will post this podcast on Monday, February 19th, 2024. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. 
continue in fasting, and most of all, continue to be focused, for the end is coming, the end is near. <laughs>